Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Weekend Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcasts, Freaking Spotify, and Freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Zamman Vargas, coming via satellite freaking New York, the great satellite in the sky. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panels. Start your freaking engines. This is our week in freaking review. <gasps> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke, and geez Louise, down on my knees, we're so freaking hot for you. I found myself in a scene, weakers and tweakers, that I will describe for you now. A blanket of snow gently frosts the grass and straw upon which I lay bare, naked, nothing, hairless, completely, head to toe. I am coddled by a beautiful, busty woman, also nude. Standing there, making me feel very freaking self-conscious, is another man, nude as the Dickens, Long dangling Johnson frozen in the wind, but he is standing there proud. Looking over me, his child, his son, but not actual son. A son from another lover, a great lover from above, Weakers and tweakers. And as I goo and ga in this setting, a shelter, a manger, and three very freaking freaking wise men stand by frankincense myrrh and gold dangling and they too dangle at points and then at other points they get too excited to dangle if you know what I freaking mean an angel flies down from above as the dickens nude butt cheeks frozen and I look up at this nude angel and I think I am in heaven But the truth of the matter is I am in the new nativity rehearsals, which we have been rehearsing and are open to the freaking public, weakers and tweakers, though we can't tell you to go see them. I will be tweeting out their location uh, after the freaking show. So, geez Louise down on my knees thought I'd give you an update on what I've been working on. Yes, the new nativity is going to be a blessed affair taking place all day on December 22nd, 2021. It, It will be a blessed affair. And obviously, Sandy the Sandman Fargus has been invited. I have signed him up for it, as well as Doug Jordan. And if, well, geez Louise, I can't say yet, but it should be a joyous occasion. They will be going in shifts, Weakers and Tweakers, because it is very cold to be nude outside. So under this manger, we have an A shift, a B shift. We're signed up to do the C shift. There's even a D shift. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be having a D-shift on myself, if you know what I freaking mean. Shifting gears with my own freaking Dangly Johnson. And Sandy the same man, Vargas, how you doing? How you been? How are you? And God bless you. Uh, yeah. Um, freaking first things first. Um, I did freaking not know what you meant by saying that you were going to have the freaking D-shift all over you. Um, couldn't for the freaking life of me freaking understand what you freaking meant by that. So, freaking glad you freaking elaborated. Um, shifting your freaking Dangly Johnson like it was a freaking... 
gear shift in a freaking automobile, which I'm surprised you freaking know how to freaking work because from um, what I'm freaking know, you don't know how to freaking drive anything at all. Um, yeah. Don't interrupt me. Um, uh, to answer the rest of your freaking questions, um, I'm freaking the freaking Dickens, as per freaking usual. I'm freaking a little drunk. Um, I've got some freaking eggnog, freaking mixed with freaking browns. So that's treating me pretty bad. I'm also quite freaking disgusting. Um, and uh, yeah, and I freaking thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, a, a blessing right back unto you, and, uh, and a freaking blessing unto all of us. If I'm if I'm being quite freaking honest with you. And how was your week? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to freaking, let me freaking, let me freaking think about this. Um, yeah. Oh, big, big freaking update. This is a big freaking update. Uh, I, I would like to officially, uh, freaking announce my freaking involvement in this year's freaking Pen, uh, Penfield freaking central school district, uh, freaking, freaking snowball. Uh, yeah, I got the freaking gig. Uh, and I'm freaking thrilled. Uh, I am going to be freaking DJing the freaking dance. Um, hopefully freaking, hopefully a couple of freaking eighth grade students freaking, freaking fall in love if you know what I freaking mean. Um, so very freaking happy about that. Uh, I put in a lot of freaking work uh, and it just feels very freaking gratifying to have some of that freaking work finally freaking pay off. Um, because, uh, I started to freaking feel like everybody thought maybe I was going to freaking fail at this. And, um, and to all, to everyone who thought that I would just like to freaking from the freaking bottom of my heart, go ahead and just say absolutely freaking complete you. Um, yeah. I am freaking thrilled as the freaking Diggins. Yeah. So yeah. there you have it. I am so thrilled for you and all of your success. I knew you could do it all along and a blessing. It has been unto you, but geez, Louise, here is the thing that I am. I need to be able to attend this somehow. And I don't know if tickets are on sale to the general public yet, and I am not sure when they will be, but yeah. please let me know as soon as tickets. Yeah. Well, um, if you would do me a favor and just absolutely be quiet, um, I can go ahead and, I can go ahead and bring an update you real quick. Um, I, I was able to get freaking uh, uh, a uh, little freaking slot for freaking Doug Jordan. Uh, they did, in fact, need a freaking caterer. Um, so freaking the Ortego Grill is going to be freaking catering the freaking dance. Um, I was really freaking uh, reluctant to freaking drop the name, but freaking Eugenio, she was freaking get on me because I guess something freaking somebody freaking fell off um, and, and they needed a freaking last minute replacement. I said, yeah, geez, I freaking know a guy. Um, and and this is um, I, I thought in my head, you know, it would not be freaking wise to to invite you if I'm being freaking honest. I thought I thought, you know what, as as a as a first freaking official freaking really, really big freaking gig, it might not be the best idea to have a freaking absolutely freaking gigantic, freaking crazy lunatic covered in freaking dirt, um, and a giant freaking helmet, um, scaring all the kids, to be quite frankly. But then I was informed that um well, um, it's, it's sort of like a non-denominational freaking, um, you know, holiday freaking party. And instead of getting a freaking Santa Claus uh, to show up, they they opted to hire a guy to fill a, uh, well, a freaking Yeti freaking costume. I'm talking about a freaking abominable freaking, she's a freaking abominable freaking, she's a uh, What am I trying to say here? A freaking abominable snowman, a freaking abominable. Honorable Jesus snowman. Louise. No, I'm not trying to freaking say honorable snowman. Um, I'm trying to say freaking abominable, abominable. Abominable, yeah, it's a freaking Yeti. It's a giant, it's basically like Bigfoot, but in the freaking snow. Um, and they said, yeah, that guy's freaking out with freaking COVID. And I said, well, Diesel Wees, Cugino, I freaking know a guy. So um, we got the freaking, we got the freaking costume for you. If you, if you show up and they can freaking throw you a couple of freaking bucks and you can freaking work for the night and you can get some freaking a pre-Otego freaking grill. 
That sounds lovely. I'm so glad that I can be there as a guest of honor. And a honor it will be, as I will be yeah. the Honorable Snowman. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, again, it is not a freaking honorable freaking snowman. It's a freaking dis- uh, disarm. No, a freaking abominable. 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 Jesus, Abominable. Abominable snowman. Um... Um, I guess it's a yeah. Well, if you want to freaking play it as a freaking honorable snowman, I guess you can do whatever you. I guess that's freaking open up for freaking interpretation. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, freaking uh, party kicks off around freaking seven thirty. So if you want to go ahead and freaking maybe get there around freaking seven or maybe even freaking six thirty, we can get you freaking all freaking costumed up and uh, again ready to freaking go. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What day is it on? Freaking twenty second. Let me freaking make. Yeah, I got this freaking right. I'm freaking freaking December twenty freaking second. It's the day right before they go on freaking. Uh, freaking Christmas, freaking vacation. There's a new nativity. The new nativity is on the 22nd of December. I could have, I would have, I, really, I thought that that was going to be on freaking Christmas. That's on freaking. It uh, starts on the 22nd. We're on sea shift for the 22nd. Other people are going to be doing it the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. I could only get us in on the 22nd. A lot of people want to do this new nativity. Maybe there is some sort of way that we can merge the two yeah, events. Maybe there's, maybe there's some way that you can, I don't know, get us out of doing the new nativity. Um, I don't think any of us were freaking particularly interested in doing that freaking to begin with. Um, yeah, maybe there's some sort of way you can, I don't know, freaking send an email and freaking say, you know, uh, we don't freaking want to do, we freaking, uh, we don't, we can't freaking do this or. I have already nared myself. From head to toe. And I got a big rash to remove all the hair so I could play baby Jesus, nude baby Jesus. And now I am hairless with a rash over 90% of my body. And if I do this all so that I can be the honorable snowman, it doesn't make any sense. I need to play Jesus. He's the title character. Well, for, okay, here, let me, here's, 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 here's my freaking thing. Um, geez, always, I almost freaking, what am I talking about to freaking say? Um, I don't know. Um, if, all right, yeah, are we getting, is this, is this freaking, uh, new nativity? Is this a freaking paying freaking gig? No, voluntary. Like volunteer based. Uh, yeah. So for me, I mean, it's got to be, I mean, I got to freaking, I got to freaking opt out of freaking, I got to go ahead and freaking, uh, yeah, probably go where the freaking money's at. Um, and I think you'd be probably be freaking wise too as well. Uh, I know that you, you freaking nared your body and now developed a rash. So maybe you could even, maybe they don't, maybe you could just freaking show them a freaking picture of the rash and they'll be like, well, we can't freaking go with you anymore. This is freaking disgusting. And, uh, we can go ahead and freaking get out of it. I will have to make a decision. I will have to figure out how to merge these two events so that we can participate in both because I am in love with both ideas, I guess is how I, the best way that I can put it at this point. Yeah, well, I certainly can see that turning into an absolute freaking fiasco. So um, that, I suppose that's a freaking story for a freaking next week. So much to do in so little time. So, geez, Louise, we will fill you on in on the details next week. So... Weakers and tweakers probably noticed Mike Doug Jordan is not here. He is supposedly under the weather or something. I have not spoken to him. Sandy, the Sandman Fargus, can fill you in on those details now. Uh, yeah. Um, 
I, I, well, I'm all freaking started freaking last week, uh, right after we got done re- recording the freaking show, um, which I thought he he was in freaking uh, quite freaking lively freaking spirits um, when we were freaking uh, uh, freaking recording the show. He was freaking he was being freaking he was engaging. Uh, he was he he, uh, he he brought up a, very, a few freaking good freaking points, uh, which is very which is freaking remarkable for freaking Doug. If I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Um, but the moment that we freaking hit freaking we freaking sent in the freaking tapes to freaking give any freaking Morgan. Uh, I mean, I just saw, I just saw the freaking life pretty much freaking vanish from the guy. Um, he, he is, and he has been freaking, he has not been freaking in good freaking spirits ever since. Now, I wonder if this is just him getting a case of the holiday blues, or if this is maybe connected with that argument that you said you overheard with him and Sunze. Um, I mean, and here's my freaking theory that it might, it might it quite possibly be a freaking culmination of all these freaking things. I mean, the man is running a freaking failing business. Uh, he's freaking resorting to freaking catering a freaking eighth grade dance of which his son is freaking attending, um, which is obviously going to freaking cause that boy some serious freaking trauma. Uh, he is, uh, he is freaking throwing freaking money all willy nilly. He's being very freaking careless with his freaking money. His freaking boyfriend is freaking leaving him. Uh, his freaking, his show got freaking canceled. Uh, you know, I believe. Um, the African compounded with freaking uh, seasonal, seasonal freaking issues um, is probably making the guy you know, quite a, quite a bit freaking down in the freaking dumps. You know what I'm freaking saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure he's experiencing freaking a slew of freaking sexual issues as well, um, which I. Which, yeah, which, because Regan, because Regan, Mrs. Jordan has not been freaking in, in the best of spirits as well. Um, and perhaps, who knows, maybe perhaps, you know, I, I hate to freaking theorize, but perhaps maybe the freaking marriage is freaking falling apart as well. Um, yeah. Which is, yeah, which would be freaking, you know, both, both horrible and, and devastating and, and also freaking quite freaking joyous news as well. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. Now, I will take it as a cue. I will take the hint. Yes, after this show, I will be going to sit with him a while and maybe see how he's doing, see yeah. what sort of olive branch of comfort I can offer him. Now, I don't know if you need to freaking do that. Um, I just don't know. I mean, I know that you you freaking... You, 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 you take it upon yourself to to do things like this every once in a while, and I, the thing about it is, I just don't know that any freaking good has ever come from you deciding to go to, and sit with anyone. I am there to sit shiva, to offer support, to be there in times of need, and that is what friendship is all about, and that is what Doug Jordan is all about, in my opinion. On his best days, on his worst days, he is a sullen, disposed piece of a man that. Yeah, almost not even a man, you know. Is yeah, he's a, he's freaking quite freaking hollow when you really when you think about it. Um, light freaking airy freaking vessel that just blows in the freaking wind, bumping into things and causing freaking uh, trouble for everyone. And um, and it's interesting you mentioned freaking freaking sitting chivet because I actually I forgot to mention I also heard him freaking swearing quite a bit when he was freaking sitting chivet on the toilet recently. So I guess you can throw some freaking constipation in there as well, which has got to be making things. Uh, um, just, just that much freaking harder. Yeah, and it's surprising, considering how much I see him eat at Ortego, yeah. because, geez, Louise, down on my knees, that is not food that will block you up for very long. In fact, that is movement-inducing for weakers and tweakers. 
Yeah. So imagine freaking, imagine freaking having all that freaking movement sitting there in your freaking colon, but your freaking level of freaking stress and freaking depression is just absolutely blocking you up. Imagine what it's going to be like when that freaking cork finally comes flying out of that freaking freaking hole of his and all that and the freaking, and I'll tell you what, it's going to be quite the freaking champagne toast if you know what I freaking mean. I'm sure it will. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, a geyser of blood likely will follow. So... Jeez Louise, down on my knees, there are a couple of things that we need to touch on. Of course, I did sit with Sunze. He seemed depressed and very aggravated. I think still after the conversation, I sat with him a while. I, 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 I said, listen, I'm not going to leave your side. And he seemed very irritable. I said, I know I can tell by the way that you're acting that you need me here by your side. And that's exactly what I'm going to do, Sunze. And... Jeez Louise, down on my knees. It didn't, he just seemed to get more and more irritable and irritated and and angry and upset throughout the evening. And eventually I said, I can't solve all your problems here. I'll have to come back tomorrow. I cannot do it all in one day. Even God took seven days to make the earth, but he's God. And so, of course, that's what I did. I've been spending time with him and... His mood does seem to improve, but then usually it sort of tapers off and you can see that that there's a bunch of built-up resentment likely towards Doug that he is holding on to and it spills out and it spills out onto myself and it spills out onto his family as well. So that is where we are with that. We're working on it. Work in progress. Now, Tadia Richards, as Uyghurs and Tweakers can tell, is not here. And... We have an update, and I have been holding off because I am so worried about him. But apparently, according to Tadia, he has been battling with COVID-19, and he has taken a turn for the worse, which is all that he would tell me. When I said, would you like, please clarify what that means? Because I am very freaking nervous, Tadia, and then radio silence from the other end. This was through texting, but yeah, it, apl- it applies. So. Yeah, no, I I believe everyone Regan knew what you Regan meant. He didn't respond. Um, and this this is extremely freaking troublesome because as freaking Uyghurs and Twiggers and probably even the freaking male darts know, uh, the the man has a freaking weakened freaking immune system. Um. His, 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 I mean, whether it be a freaking issue with his freaking spirit, um, which chooses not to freaking fight off, uh, freaking infections or freaking disease or freaking mortal freaking wounds. Um, we know not, um, we know not the freaking, the, 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 the root of the, the root of the freaking problem. Um, though I do know he has freaking suffered freaking many a freaking ailment throughout his freaking time. Yeah. Uh, on this on this freaking planet, please don't interrupt me. Um, and, um, and I believe we're all very freaking worried what that freaking, COVID-19 might be the one to finally, I don't know, freaking break the camel's back and freaking kill him, um, and freaking kill him and lead to his freaking freaking death. Yeah, it seems as though he has survived so many ailments and has triumphed over so many personal problems and contributes to his community in so many different ways that that I wouldn't even begin to try to attempt to list them here. And it is... This would really be a tragedy if he were to flounder at his finest moment due to COVID-19, and I am so worried about him, and that might be all I can say about it right now. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's an absolute freaking hilarious guy to freaking hang around with because he's, um, I don't know, maybe freaking weird and tweakers can't freaking notice this, but he, the guy's absolutely freaking crazy. Um, I mean, the freaking slug thing he was doing was and when just freaking absolutely freaking hilarious. He is absolutely freaking hilarious. Well, geez, Louise, down in my knees, we love you, Tadia. God bless you. Please recover because I can't go on without you. So... Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. We have a quick segment for you. As the days grow shorter and Boreas blows bold, we find ourselves struggling to fight back from the cold. For the great north wind is a devouring one, as it is strong enough to blow out the sun. And those who turn a blind eye to the sight of their breath will be found covered in ice and frozen to death. But for those who wish to take caution when icicles form, we'd like to present to you our week's ways to stay warm. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, we have a list of ways here found on the internet where weakers and tweakers who are dealing with a more than superficial chill can warm themselves during this winter season. And, of course, who better than Sandy Fargus lives in a garage and myself, and some would say destitute. And I don't believe, I don't agree, but my living situation could be considered destitute, I guess. I don't know what that means, but so, Jesus Louise, down to my knees, we both had to find ourselves ways to stay warm in trying times during the winter. Yeah, um, I'm freaking absolutely freaking happy to get into this freaking, uh, freaking topic. Um... I do want to bring. Uh, I, I did catch something uh, that I want to just uh, check in with real quick. Um, yeah. In your freaking, um, please don't remember your little freaking poem that uh, you read to freaking open up this freaking discussion. Uh, you mentioned that for the great north wind is a devouring one, as it is strong enough to blow out the sun. Yeah. That's not something that you actually believe, right? You don't think that you know. So for weakers and tweakers, when the winter happens you'll notice the days gradually become shorter as the wind as the great north cold winds whereas boreas blows bold the and wind blowing, wait a minute and i'm sorry also that yeah who is and who's boreas he's a he's a god of the north wind also known as the devouring one okay so as he gets stronger as it becomes more powerful he blows the great north wind and that is why those days shorten, because the sun cannot fight back the great powers from Boreas and his mighty wind. Yeah, who don't, who told you this? Who? How did you gather this? I believe I found it online long mm. ago. Maybe as a child, they didn't have internet then, so I'm not sure. All right. Maybe religious class. Yeah, um... Are you? Would you? Would you freaking believe me if I told you that it was absolutely freaking as an absolutely asinine thought for you to think that the freaking wind here on Earth could blow out the freaking sun, which is located in freaking outer freaking space? I'm being freaking honest with you. You gotta be kidding me! What? Which, which part of that is a freaking surprise to you? That the wind doesn't blow out the sun, and well, yeah, the sun is in. Both parts. I guess it's in outer space. I guess. I never thought of that part, but so yeah. it's all, it's, the whole thing was a surprise. The fact that you even said it to me on the air and not prior to the show. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that could have been freaking addressed freaking privately, but I had to freaking, I had to get to it freaking immediately. Um, yeah, I had to freaking, we, I had to freaking address that freaking post haste. 
Well, geez louise, down to my knees. I guess without further freaking ado, we'll get into this list here on ways to stay warm. Number one, dress in layers. So, I don't know what exactly what this is exactly is supposed to mean if you have clothing. Sandy, help me. What? what? It's dressing freaking, it's, I mean, uh, this essentially means freaking bundle up, get freaking bundled. Um, so this would mean you put on a freaking, uh, your underpants to start things freaking off, your freaking socks. Then you put on maybe, a, who knows, a pair of freaking long johns, a long john freaking trousers. Uh, and then you go ahead and freaking slip your regular freaking trousers, whether they be freaking uh, denim denim jeans or freaking slacks, a pair of freaking slacks if you're going and going to the freaking office or what have you. Uh, you go ahead and freaking, freaking slip your freaking boots on over your freaking socks. And you're, oh, hopefully these are freaking nice woolen freaking socks. And then you maybe put your freaking t-shirt on, maybe with an undershirt, and then maybe throw a freaking flannel under there, and then maybe top it off with a freaking sweater and then go ahead and put your freaking sweatshirt on and then go ahead and put your freaking jacket on top of that and don't for freaking forget your freaking uh freaking your freaking cap you gotta keep your freaking head freaking warm i feel like i would be too hot if i was wearing all that yeah yeah you probably freaking would be um i don't know that doesn't sound good to me at all um this is a this is this segment is called are we ways to stay freaking warm so yeah that's true that's a good point that is what it is about yeah God bless you. So, number two is wear thick socks or slippers. So, yeah, yeah, you said to put the socks on woolen socks. Number three, use the oven and stove for cooking. Um, yep. Um, but I mean, you could do this. I mean, this sounds like if you were living in a freaking like a freaking flat apartment and um, you freaking don't have heat, but you have used to a freaking oven, you'd maybe want to use your freaking oven or stove as a freaking heating uh, mechanism. But most people, you know, you could just freaking turn your freaking heat on or freaking or light a freaking small freaking fire. If you're freaking homeless, you could find a freaking aluminum trash can and freaking start a fire in that, and that'll freaking give you some freaking serious warmth. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, this sort of dispels the old myth, the old wives' tale, that it is unsafe to heat your apartment with your stove or your oven. Just leave it open and crank the thing. Because mm-hmm. I've always heard that that wasn't true, but obviously it must be. Yeah, here it is on the list, so. Yeah. Uh, number four, leave the oven open in after baking. That, So we just sort of touched on that one yeah. in the last one. Although you should be freaking careful, because I freaking saw a movie once uh, starring freaking Rob Snyder um, called freaking The Surf Ninjas. And um, and yeah, I believe he, I believe the movie ends with them freaking blowing up their, their entire freaking house blows up because he was baking a freaking uh, tray of freaking cookies for all of his friends. Um, and unfortunately, he left the freaking oven open, and it freaking the whole house freaking blew up. All the ninjas, all the little, there were a bunch of little children ninjas too, and they all freaking died. Yeah, yeah, they're dead at the end of that one. Also, there is a absolutely hilarious freaking po- poet name of freaking Sylvia Plath, and she went instead of going into a cold dark closet and pulling a rope around her necks or pants around her ankles, she actually went into a cold dark, actually a warm dark freaking oven. And went the way of the dodo that way. So, yeah. So, number five is enjoy a cup of soup. Easy. Absolutely. Done. Um, yeah. 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 I think they say a cup because it'll warm your hands and a bowl will cool your hands. Because well, sometimes, cool- yeah. Yeah, I'm, I had a freaking a piping hot freaking bowl of freaking stew, and I, I sat down on the freaking couch and I put it, I rested it on my freaking crotch. Very unfortunately, freaking absolutely freaking burned my freaking penis, and I freaking I freaked out. I freaking jumped off the couch and freaking got freaking stew all over freaking Doug Jordan's freaking family couch. Yeah, well, Doug Jordan probably should get a new couch at this point. Yeah, when he found it, he said, "What happened here?" And I said, uh, uh, I, fr- "I panicked." I said, "No, that uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I freaking I." 
my myself. And he said, what? I said, I'm sorry. No, it's actually, it's that stew. He was very, he was confused as to why I would opt to tell him it was uh, feces before. Uh, anyway, I get it though. I get why you would do that. Number six, drink warm beverages. The thing about this one is that the beverages I tend to like to drink are not warm other than hot cocoa. I guess I could drink hot cocoa now that I think about it. But if you're drinking soda or if you're drinking sports energy drinks, this is with bubbles. Anything with bubbles, you probably don't want to put it on the stove and warm up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a freaking great idea. Um, and for me, freaking, I, I can absolutely freaking drink my freaking brown freaking pipe and freaking hot. Um, and, it does, and it goes down freaking smooth. Yeah. Well... So Jesus Louise down on my knees might be a good way to try things. Number seven, use a humidor. Use a use a humidifier. Uh, humidifier. Um, um, but I don't think this should be on the freaking list. I think this um because I'm very, last I freaking checked, freaking humidifier makes freaking room the room. Uh, it's like an air conditioner. It makes the room freaking very cold. Yeah, and damp. Yeah. So uh, scratch that one. Ignore that one. Um, Weegers, tweegers, mayo tire, yeah. especially. Sorry, sorry. Number eight is reverse the ceiling fan. Yeah, that works. What does that do? Uh, makes it uh, makes all makes the air freaking hotter. Um, warms up the air by going in the opposite direction. The, the direction that freaking every fan is uh, designed to freaking go is uh, designed to freaking cool the freaking air off freaking immediately. Um, but if you freaking reverse the freaking uh, if you reverse the freaking flow of your freaking fan, um, yeah, freaking makes all the freaking spins the air in a way that freaking warms it up. Um, so yeah, that's a this is a good one. So if it goes like clockwise, it makes it cool. The air gets cool, and if it goes counterclockwise, the air gets hot. That's a, yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, I've I explained see. it freaking perfectly. I see. I didn't know that. That is so interesting. Number nine is use microwavable heating pads. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that. I don't know what that could bring a microwavable heating pad is. My mom used to have one. She would say, Taylor, get the pad. I have to go grab her the pad, and she would lay on the couch with it in pain, crunkled on the couch, so. Jeez. And, yeah. I always thought about warming one up and piercing it and feeling the goo inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Num- number 10, clear heat vents, registers, and radiators. Um, from what I understand, this this also is is incorrect because the more the more that you have in your ring and heat vents, the more you have in your ring and registers, and the more you have in your ring and radiators, the actually the more freaking heat that it can p- potentially freaking uh, produce. Because if you have if you if you got your freaking register freaking filled up with freaking gunk and freaking dust, um, some of the freaking dust particles can freaking um, catch freaking fire. Um, and then the freaking the vent will be pushing all that freaking hot freaking flame out, um, but it'll be blocked by the freaking register, so your house won't freaking catch on fire, um, but it'll get nice and freaking warm. Also, if you put a blanket in there, warm it up, and make the room warm. Yeah, that's freaking true. I'm surprised blankets aren't on here. Hmm. Number 11, don't run the bathroom fan after showering. This could be freaking dangerous because I usually I usually uh, go a number freaking two right before I take a uh, take a freaking shower, and that way the freaking steam with the shower, um, well, it sort of freaking it, it amplifies the freaking stents uh, by by quite a freaking bit. So whenever I get freaking done and I get out of the shower, I go, Jesus, it's freaking absolutely freaking stinks in here. Um, and I go ahead, first thing I freaking do is flip on that freaking fan. 
Um, and then the second thing I do is drink flush the toilet. Well, geez, Louise. Number 12, spend more time upstairs. What the hell? What? Why? I don't know. You, I thought that we were living in a flat in this scenario, so I don't yeah. know about seven stairs. I've never lived in a place with stairs other than the group home. Yeah. So. And number 13, do something act- active, which everybody know means playing with yourself. Play with yourself. Keep yourself nice and warm. I always say in the winter, keep it between the sheets. So if you're playing with yourself, put the sheets over you, the blanket over you, layer yeah. up with blankets. See, now blankets is, actually is on this list because I just did it. Yeah. And, then and, now, you play- and now you understand the freaking concept of layering up, which is good. Yeah. It is like putting, it's like, you, if you had just said like blankets but clothes, I would have known. Mm, yeah. Well, freaking oops. Well, geez, Louise. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show for you full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking loud. Last week, a giant straw Yule goat in the sweetest town of Gavel was torched after a five-year-long respite, according to Reuters. The fire marked a rebirth of a long tradition of setting the giant Yule goat ablaze. Officials had a successfully prevented arsonists from participating in the annual holiday torching of the Yule goat for the last five years. Gavel police apprehended a man in his 40s who was allegedly acting suspicious in the moments leading up to the fire. The 42-foot-tall structure had been set on fire 35 times since it was first raised in 1966, and authorities have continued to increase security measures to stop the arson. In 2005, two arsonists, one dressed as Santa Claus, the other dressed as a gingerbread man, set the Yule go to blaze using flaming arrows. Neither suspect was ever caught. Other notorious acts of destruction of the Yule Goat include being blown up with fireworks, run over by automobiles, and one thwarted attempt of kidnapping by helicopter. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. This giant Yule. And I don't exactly know what a Yule is, to be perfectly honest with you. Sandy? It's a type of goat, I believe. This is a giant one. Yeah, um, so this is a freaking giant mythological freaking goat named freaking Yule. Um, who has been, who uh, plays a pretty freaking prominent role in the freaking um, uh, little book called the freaking Bible. Um, he's Jesus's best friend. He's a talking goat. Um, they traverse the freaking landscape of uh, freaking uh, Israel and um, yeah, Jerusalem. Yeah. Um, and they meet a freaking, now honestly, if you freaking pick up the freaking Bible, it's a hilarious freaking book about a man and his freaking, and his goat best friend, his talking goat best friend who go on a bunch of wild freaking adventures. Um, and the book gets a little weird when it sort of veers off and tells stories of characters that aren't involved, like um, like the guy with the boat and the dinosaurs on it. Yeah, talking about Noah. Yeah. Um, and, 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 the, and the thing about it is that, because Yule, at the end of freaking the Bible, uh, he ends up freaking siding with freaking, um, who, who's Jesus' uh, freaking buddy who ends up being the bad, turns out he's a freaking bad guy at the end. Freaking it's a... Uh... Judas. Judas. It turns out that freaking Yule is actually freaking, uh, that Judas and freaking Yule have actually been, well, no, we've been having freaking sex. Um, and they freaking, yeah. and they freaking turn on freaking Jesus. And so that's why these people uh, in freaking Sweden continue to freaking, um, tort, well, tort, torch this freaking ghost because he, he ends up being a freaking villain. It's a twist. Why didn't Noah take any crustaceans with him? What? Why didn't Noah take any crustaceans with him? 
Oh, crustaceans. Uh, yeah, he didn't freaking put any of those crustaceans on the boat. He, first of all, he freaking knew that they would freaking survive the freaking nuclear blast. Um, so he thought, well, he said, well, might as well freaking keep, uh, well, might as well have a couple extra uh, freaking spots for, you know, some of the other freaking farm animals um, that he was so freaking fond of. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure Doug Jordan was happy with that as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was. You should have seen freaking Doug trying to get on this freaking boat. He said, "This is where I have to freaking be." Yeah, Um, yeah. That's why he likes the Old Testament so much. Yeah. Last week, Eric Clapton won a lawsuit against a widow selling a bootleg album of his on eBay for $11, according to The Guardian. The woman, known as Gabrielle P., claimed the bootleg live album recorded in the 1980s was purchased by her late husband in a record store, and therefore she had no prior knowledge that it was counterfeit. After Clapton's legal team reached out to the widow to insist the sale be removed from the auction-based web service, Gabrielle refused. Quote, I object and ask you not harass or contact me any further. Feel free to file a lawsuit if you insist on the demand, she wrote to Clapton's lawyers, according to court records. Clapton's legal team then filed a lawsuit and an injunction was being issued barring Gabrielle from selling the counterfeit album. In addition to the ruling, Gabrielle has to pay legal fees for both parties, which reportedly amount to $3,800. So when I first saw this article, I thought he was suing the window company from when his son fell out the window. Yeah. I said, about time, Eric. Yeah. some Eric, how come you didn't freaking, how come nobody freaking told you to freaking go about this? Um, this way, freaking years ago, back yeah. when, back when the freaking kid fell out the freaking window. I mean, freaking honest with you. I said, why? How come? How come you wrote that stupid song instead of just freaking suing the window company? Exactly. And I thought to myself when I read it, I was like, the statute of limitations has to be up by now on windows and falling out of the buildings and whatnot. Yeah, and then it, and then it all made sense when you realized, oh, actually, what he's doing is freaking suing a widow for freaking selling him. I had to read this story twice before I figured that out. Yeah. I said, how did a window buy a freaking album? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I freaking commend Eric uh, for, for when she freaking, you know, started freaking whining to him and saying, you know, I don't want to freaking, uh, please don't freaking, please just leave me alone. I won't freaking sell it. He said, no, no, no. He said, no, you're I'm, you're going freaking down. Um, it's a man who freaking knows what he wants and you have to freaking respect that. Yeah. I mean, the poor guy lost his son. You think he's going to let it go because just because the freaking window says that they didn't have no prior knowledge? Yeah, again, yeah, it's actually not about the freaking window, though. We just freaking, we just freaking finished discussing that. Yeah. It's not about the little boy who freaking fell from the window. Yeah, so... Last week, cream cheese became the latest casualty of the pandemic as supply chain-related shortages surge, according to Quartz. From bagel shops to cheesecake factories, the gentle flow of creamy white has slowed to a drip-drip halt. Although many dissatisfied cream cheese consumers point to the supply chain as source of the shortage, market researchers say the problem spreads far and wide. According to the reports, the issue began in October when Schreiber Foods, one of the big biggest cheese manufacturers in Wisconsin was the target of a cyber attack. The forced closure of Schreiber Foods caused setbacks for purchasers of the perishable cheese. Since then, labor shortage in both manufacturing industries and trucking and hauling have caused logistical problems for cream cheese manufacturers during the high-demand holiday season. 
So, cheese, Louise, down on my knees. No more cream cheese. And this causes some worry, but there must be, between Sandy and my brain, a solution, a substitute, if you will, for cream cheese out there. I think I, I think I can, I'm imagining right now what your vegan substitute for vegan cream cheese is. Yeah, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, yeah, and um, you know, I don't, I'm not willing to freaking try it. Um, but I absolutely am all for you, you know, get, grabbing yourself a freaking bagel and just absolutely freaking smearing a whole freaking layer of freaking. Uh, I almost called it freaking green cheese, uh, freaking mayonnaise. On yeah, top of it and eating it freaking, freaking like that. Well, when I first read this story, I said to myself. Of course, mayonnaise would be the obvious choice as a replacement for freaking cream cheese. Now, is there some way to thicken mayonnaise? And I did a quick Google search, and I searched mayonnaise thickener, and nothing came up. There is no product that you can mix into your mayonnaise to make it thick. Yeah, see, that's that's surprising to me, because I feel like there should be a freaking product on the freaking market. Um, It's just, you know, like a... A little packet of freaking powder, it's, and it's just you know, it's, it's known as freaking mayonnaise, freaking thickener. Um, and basically, you can just get a couple of freaking jugs of freaking mayonnaise, freaking drop a cup packet or two of this freaking mayonnaise thickener in there, give it a freaking stir, and all of a sudden you have like a like like a, almost like a freaking whipped cream version of freaking mayo. Um, so this is very freaking. This is actually very freaking shocking to me. I feel the same way, and I am. I think, obviously, if I knew the science behind thickening, I would do it. I would, obviously, I'd make the product, I'd sell it in packets, and it would become a hot ticket item. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. If, if um, and, this, and this requires freaking hearkening, hearkening back to quite a, freaking, um, quite a few freaking yesteryears. Um, but uh, at one point on the freaking show, uh, we freaking discussed, um, we discussed a little thing called freaking mayo tired, um, which is freaking mayonnaise um, uh, combined with freaking mustard. And lo and yeah, behold, please unwrap me. Lo and behold, freaking couple months later, guess what was on the freaking shelves? Yep, you freaking guessed it. Freaking Heinz was putting out freaking mayo tired. Only they were calling it something else. Some freaking absolutely freaking ridiculous name. Mustaze. Yeah. Mustaze mayo must or something. So what Stupid. I'm thinking now, yeah, was that yeah, it was why are you guys doing that? There's a freaking name right there in front of you. It's called freaking mayo tired. Um um, uh, but they knew that we'd probably freaking sue them um, if they freaking yeah. ever tried to do yeah, that. that's right. That's that right. We freaking seek legal freaking recourse. Um, so anyway, what I'm thinking now is that, you know, let's just keep our freaking eyes peeled when the next time we're at our freaking local grocer. And I bet, I, I bet you freaking in a month or two, you're going to be walking around um, freaking tiddling, diddling with yourself, fiddling with yourself, and you're going to be freaking scaring children, freaking left and right, um, and you're gonna freaking walk by a little freaking packet, and you're gonna and you're gonna stop, and you're gonna freaking check it out, and guess what? Freaking mayonnaise thickener, um, and you're gonna freaking and you're gonna buy every last freaking packet of that thing that that stuff that they got. And you're gonna next thing you're gonna come over, you're gonna come over to freaking Doug's house at a freaking barbecue, and you're gonna say, look what I got, freaking max out, and it's gonna be the biggest freaking fluffiest freaking container of freaking. It's gonna look freaking disgusting. Gonna be like kind of like a ambrosia salad. Now the great thing about this too is that if you mix it in there. It'll if you put three or four packets of it in there, it'll get so thick you can make a freaking you can make a cheesecake out of the mayonnaise. If you put, put freaking four strawberries, you can build a whole freaking snowman out of this out of this stuff. And it'll last all year long. It'll just sort of droop a bit in the sun. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. All right, good well, idea. Great. Well, check that one off the list. Last week, Flavor Flav was nearly crushed by a boulder, according to Entertainment Tonight. 
While driving home from Las Vegas to Los Angeles, rapper and reality TV star Flavor Flav narrowly survived a giant falling rock. According to reports, Flav was driving on the road in La Tuna Canyon when heavy rain caused a boulder to fall down the cliffside. A representative for the 62-year-old artist said the boulder smashed the right side of his automobile, quote, which left him to briefly lose control of his vehicle, but thankfully he was able to safely get to the side of the road. Flav's rep continued, quote, if Flav had just been a few feet in another direction, the boulder would have killed him. The former public enemy member is said to be physically fine, though mentally shaken up. Quote, God is good. I came very close to deaths, but I am super grateful to be alive. So, geez, Louise, that's that's he, flavor, Flav. He, he said it like that, too. God is good. So I came very close to dead, but I'm super grateful to be alive. It, it was a tongue twister, unbeknownst to me. I should have read that line uh, out loud ahead of time. Um, so here we have a freaking story about freaking Flavor Flav, um, of freaking public enemy fame, um, coming uh, coming into a freaking close call with a freaking big rock. Yeah. Freaking boulder I'm talking about. I know. And he was driving through Latuna Canyon, yeah. which reminds me of a tuna can. Absolutely. Um, as, a, as a freaking should. And now, obviously, when I'm thinking about a freaking tuna can, I'm thinking about a freaking tuna fish freaking sandwich. And when I'm thinking about a freaking tuna fish freaking sandwich, I'm thinking about, well, freaking thick, thick as hell freaking mayonnaise. Imagine yeah. what that freaking sandwich would look like. It'd look like a freaking fluffer nutter, but with freaking tuna. Yeah. It'd be piled high. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely freaking disgusting. Um, and gee, and it's for somehow it's the only thing I can freaking think about right now. Um, I'm thinking that this, this thickener would like maybe have some sort of. Gen- gelatinous substance in it that sort of makes it rise so that it you could almost take a slice out of the mayo out of the top of the mayo yeah. and maybe and it you would could, just stay you'd be able to hold it well here's another here's and this is and that's very freaking interesting um and don't and try not to freaking interrupt me on this because uh because i gotta because this is very freaking interesting i imagine imagine if you freaking add this freaking mayo thickener to a uh, to a freaking vat i'm talking about a freaking barrel or a freaking vat of freaking mayo and you've got and all of a sudden you got this freaking you know this freaking white freaking uh opaque freaking uh a mass of freaking mayo imagine and then you freaking put that thing on a freaking deli slicer and you start just freaking selling freaking slices of freaking mayo yeah Slices of freaking solid man, you're interrupting me. Uh, slices of freaking solid freaking mayo. Yeah, I know. And then they, I mean, they, because they used to have things kind of like that. It was called a Jello jiggler. And why don't they have a mayo jiggler? Yeah. And it's just little blocks of mayo that jiggle. Yeah. Imagine showing up to your freaking new freaking neighbor's house. You're freaking drunk as hell when you freaking show up with a freaking thing. Oh wow, thank you so much for this Jello mold. And you go, you go, well, just you freaking wait. And they freaking take a bite and they go, oh my god, is this is this freaking mayonnaise? Is this a freaking thick mayonnaise? Freaking mold, and you and you got to say yeah, 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 absolutely, freaking enjoy. I'm just so sad that Flavor Flav will never get to try this. Yeah, that is a real yeah. tragedy. That's true. Uh, yeah, we got freaking caught up in, uh, in a little freaking fantasy. Um, and when I think what I really want to say is I want to freaking uh, send out my freaking uh, condolences to freaking Flavor Flav's freaking family. Um, he, I was an absolute freaking. I was probably one of his freaking biggest freaking fans, and um, and I'm freaking devastated. That he went the way of uh, freaking well, went the way of freaking Piggy from freaking Lord of the Fries. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. freaking boulder thrown on his head. Yeah, and sixty-two years young. It's a tragedy, yeah. and I feel like somehow COVID had played a little part in this somehow. I don't know yet. Yeah. So. 
Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to freaking, I mean, next, when, what's up next is a freaking autopsy. And when they freaking uh, cut this guy open, they go, oh, my God, he was freaking riddled with this. He was freaking riddled with this stuff. And we go, like, Jesus, well, he's, freaking, he's freaking covered in freaking COVID. There's COVID in his freaking, there's going to be freaking COVID everywhere. Jesus, Louise, poor fella. Last week, Popeye's Chicken Restaurant landed in hot water when a Philadelphia branch banned homeless people, according to TMZ. A photo of signage reading, quote, no homeless people allowed inside the store went viral after management taped the message inside the fast food restaurant's door. Since then, franchise manager Deshaun Aaron Shields said he got approval from, quote, higher ups before placing the sign on the door. Shields also said the sign was put up to prevent police intervention when homeless people, quote, come in and trash the store. After Seals' comment, a spokesperson for Popeye's corporate reported that the sign had been taken down. Quote, at Popeye's, we are committed to treating everyone with dignity and respect. All guests who follow government health and safety mandates, including wearing a mask, are always welcome to dine in our restaurants. We are working with franchise owner of this restaurant to further understand the situation. So, geez Louise down on my knees. This hits home for me. And I will tell you why. Because I have on many occasions been asked to leave establishments because they thought I was homeless and asking for money. And I had money in my pocket to purchase food. And they said, no, no, no. This is the third time we've asked you to leave. You need to go. You need to go. We don't have, we, you are harassing our customers, asking them for money. And I said, I wasn't asking them for money. I was asking them how their food was. Could I try a piece before I buy it? Now, they thought I was panhandling. Though I wasn't. And I was thrown, hoisted by my trousers, and thrown th- through those swinging glass doors. James, I'm so freaking sorry. I never knew this. Yeah. Well, actually, you were there one time. You're kidding. Well, yeah. I must have been absolutely completely freaking drunk. You were absolutely freaking drunk. And they thought you were homeless as well. Because after they threw me out, then they pushed you out the front door and they said, take your boyfriend too. Uh, Well, that is a freaking horrendous freaking thought. Um, And I'm I'm, I'm being honest with you, freaking thrilled I can't freaking remember. Um, all I do know is that in freaking Seattle, freaking Washington, there was a, there was, they had something there called a freaking Taco Bell freaking cantina, which is like a freaking regular Taco Bell, except they have a freaking tapas inspired freaking appetizers and you can get freaking, and uh, you can get freaking booze there as well. Um, and that place was freaking filled with freaking homeless bums. And, um, and they were some of the, some of my freaking favorite people that I freaking met while I was out there. No, oh, yeah, I bet they have a story to tell these people. Yeah, they would just sit there. They would order a freaking one freaking cheesy roll up and they would sit there watching the freaking TV set for freaking damn near sometimes i think i would i would not because i would pop in there freaking one two three times a freaking day um and yeah and there would be guys there'd be i think there was a couple of them that freaking spent freaking damn near freaking 24 hours in that freaking taco bell cantina i had a friend who was homeless he liked en- enchiladas loved him he said if you want to take you want to go out for enchiladas and then i realized i was always paying for him yeah this was many years ago they get all over his beard, you know, because yeah. they're saucy. Covered in enchilada sauce on his beard. It even grossed me out. Yeah, no, it's grossing me out. Bring talking about it. Yeah, so either way. Last week, a Toronto man made headlines after launching a phallic-shaped charcuterie board business, according to Blog T.O. 
Roe E. Dunkelman said he studied advertising and worked in sales before discovering his true passion, making shaped cutting boards. That was it. That's the whole story. So now he's selling these, isn't it? Well, that's the end of the rigging story. Well, that's all I wrote. I'm sure there's more to the story about Mr. Dunkelman, Roe E. Dunkelman. So, Dunkel, so this is a story where Dunkelman was in Toronto, studying everything, working on the sales floor. And then he made shaped cutting boards. Yeah. And he... And I did read the whole story. It did say that he had sold... He initially made 50 made. He doesn't actually make them himself. He orders them. They cut them for him, and then he finishes them. And he sold them fast. And then... So he made another 100, and he almost sold out of that 100. So he's almost sold 150 of these shaped cutting boards. Well, it's interesting you decided not to freaking include that in the freaking written story. But you had to absolutely freaking happy to freaking babble about it and freaking after the fact. Um, here's, the, I mean, here's, my, here's the only freaking thing. Um, and Dunkelman, if you're freaking listening, and I know you freaking are, um, I guess what I would like to say is where, in what freaking, in what freaking, in what, in what freaking world, in what world, in, well, I mean, this is guy, this strand, and this guy has freaking studied advertising. Yeah. And freaking sales, don't interrupt me, working freaking sales. Um, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, in what freaking, in what freaking world? Yeah. Yeah. In what freaking, what, in what, in what, in what, and here, and where, and where, and most freaking importantly, where do you freaking get off? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm freaking absolutely freaking drunk at this point. I don't freaking know what to say about this, because you didn't freaking write a whole story. It's just a, just a guy named freaking Dunkelman who freaking loves yeah, and Roey Dunkelman, God bless you for trying, but honestly, I don't know. I don't, yeah, that seems like the closest thing that we can come up with at this point. Yeah. So. Last week, a former Olympic speed skater was charged for falsely obtaining funds for Elijah Wood's latest film, according to Entertainment Weekly. Allison Baver, a former Team USA Olympic short track speed skater, was charged in Utah after allegedly obtaining $10 million in fraudulent COVID-19 relief aid to help finance Eliza Wood film No Man of God. A federal grand jury in Salt Lake City indicted Baver on nine counts of fraud for allegedly claiming that her company, Allison Braver Entertainment, had over 400 employees and a monthly $4 million payroll in paycheck protection program applications, a pandemic loan program to help certain businesses pay employees and other expenses. Prosecutors say Allison Baver Entertainment had no employees and no monthly payroll. Baver and Wood have yet to comment. So, Sandy, please. Um, yeah, this is freaking dev- absolutely freaking devastating freaking news. Um, because as freaking Wiggers and Twiggers and likely some of the freaking Mayotards know, um, I'm a huge freaking Eliza freaking Wood fan. Um, because I'm a freaking absolutely freaking huge fan of um, freaking The Good Son, starring him and freaking Majelly Jelkin, um, otherwise known as freaking Little Boy of Mischief. Um, and and in that movie, freaking Majelly Jelkin is the freaking. It turns out that he was not because he's the he's on the freaking poster. And I used to have the freaking poster hanging up in my freaking bedroom. Um, he's freaking right on the freaking poster, and he, he and it says right in the freaking in the, in the freaking letters, the freaking good son. So you're letting him believe before you freaking see the movie. Oh, this is about a little boy of mischief, but he's in this movie. He's a freaking good son. Um, freaking wrong. The movie's got a huge freaking twist. Right at the freaking end, it turns out that 
freaking he's the bad son, and freaking Eliza freaking Wood is the freaking good son. So the freaking mother picks up freaking Magellan Jelgen and freaking th- tosses him off a freaking cliff, and he falls to his freaking death, and he explodes. Um, and I guess now what, what's really freaking bothering me is that that led me to believe, wow, geez, Louise, Eliza freaking Wood is the freaking good son. Now, this freaking story is coming out, and I'm starting to think, geez, Louise. Maybe they killed the good son, and yes. the bad one was left alive. That's what I'm starting to freaking worry about. Yeah, and that's a good point. But and if this ends up being a freaking sequel, a secret freaking sequel to the freaking good son, um, yeah, you better freaking believe I will be back there, and I can't wait to see how they freaking resurrect freaking Majelly Dragon. Yeah, maybe um, it's possible that he survived his watery grave after all and swam to the shore of a neighboring island and was raised by pygmies or something. Well, that's what I always freaking assume because I said because I used to say, well, how, how do we really know that he's freaking dead? Because because uh, unless they freaking include a scene after the freaking credits where there's all these freaking uh, freaking uh, city employees freaking scraping his freaking corpse off the freaking rocks, I don't freaking know that he's freaking dead. I can't be freaking certain. That's a good point. That's a good point. You need so, to actually have evidence of it. Yeah, when that movie came out, I said, "Well, I really liked the freaking open-ended ending." And people were said, "What are you talking? What the heck are you freaking talking about?" I go, "Well, I really like that they don't. You don't know if he's freaking dead or not." And they go, "Well, she freaking threw him off a freaking cliff." No, they're never dead. At, they're only they only die after the first pop-up. At least the first pop-up, and then you know they're dead when they get shot through the brain. Yeah, and uh, and until they freaking show Madrelli, um little boy mischief get freaking shot through the freaking brain. I believe that there's a freaking potential for a freaking good son, too, and I will freaking be there with freaking bells on. Yeah, and even if he was decapitated, the little head could still talk. So he's really, you know, and that could be a whole movie of its own. So, geez Louise. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Now, geez, Louise. I don't know how we're going to figure out how we're going to do the nude. I got that is still bugging me. This uh, the nude nativity. I have never had two things I wanted to do more. Play the freaking honorable snowman in the snowball and be completely hairless, naked Jesus. And I'm already completely hairless. All I need to do is disrobe and lay on my back like a turtle that got flipped over. Well, I certainly, I, here's, 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 I mean, I, I feel like I know what the freaking, the, the right freaking decision is. Um, and it's to go to the freaking gig that freaking pays. Um, but, um, I believe that there is a way freaking out of this for you. Um, if you freaking contact freaking the guy who's freaking running the nude nativity and send him a freaking picture of your freaking rash. Um, I think he'd probably say best that we just freaking sever freaking ties we'll get someone else to cover the freaking c-sift and then i'll just go ahead and freaking no call no show because i wasn't quite sure that i wanted to freaking take part in this anyway yeah but i know doug was looking forward to it yeah and doug freaking needs a win these days i tell you that much he needs something to lift those spirits of our week's studios.